0: This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, taking the complexity out of super administration so that you can get on with your business. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. Soil to Supper aims to do something very simple, but something as a society we do less and less, and that's grow a thriving garden that produces fresh food. Developed in 2011 by Kath Manuel. Kath realised there was a lack of information and training out there. So sort to Supper aims to deliver therapeutic gardening programs in aged care, disability support and community and school gardens. Kath's joining me now. Kath, thank you very much. You're very welcome. So how did you develop a, a love of gardening or what's your background in gardening?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, I, I developed, I guess, a love for gardening back in my teens. Um, my parents... You know, always grew things, but um, my mum remarried, so my stepdad uh, was a keen gardener and loved to grow things, and I used to enjoy helping him. And he's in his late 80s now and still gardens, which is amazing inspiration. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just developed. I think I always had a, um, a interest and a passion for nature, and then I decided to study horticulture in the late 1990s and make it my profession. So I was always gardening and trying to grow food and uh, I really enjoyed it and I decided that's what I wanted to do for my profession. So I was very fortunate to take my passion for gardening and make it my profession. So 20 years, over 20 years later, I'm still in the industry uh, and I get to share my knowledge and my skills with people um, all over the world now, which is very exciting. So, yeah, my background, is, my training is um, in horticulture and horticultural therapy.
0: Mm. And like I said, I mean, I think it is when you think about just gardening, it's a simple thing. It's something that, you know, as a a people, everyone, this is how we are here today by growing food and and eating food. But most people don't really grow their own food these days.
1: Uh, No, a lot of people think it's too difficult or it takes too much time um, or money. Uh, So I guess with my sort of supper programs, I try and teach people the really simple steps and how they can do that in any space. Um, at low cost or even just in time-saving activities just to get something fresh, even if it's just some herbs or some tomatoes or lettuce or something to add to whatever they're cooking and and the foods that they've bought from the supermarket. It's just try and add something fresh from the garden into each of your meals uh, each day, you know, once a day, a few times a day, just to get those extra nutrients uh, and I guess the vitality that comes from freshly picked foods. So. And, yeah, just keeping that, it simple really.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's obviously the one level to it, but then you are, you work in a, in a space where you focus on therapeutic um gardening. What what is the science yeah. behind the idea that, you know, gardening is therapeutic for people, you know, in okay, aged care? Well, disability? um yeah,
1: so there's there is a lot of research, um a lot coming a lot out of the UK where I did uh, some of my training. Uh, There's uh, some research being done with some programs. I'm actually starting soon just to show that there are the health benefits of gardening uh, and then you get the added benefits if you're growing your own food um, on a nutritional level, um, which I guess the dieticians and nutritionists will go into the the benefits of eating the, the fresh food, which they're really looking at in aged care. But the activities of actually growing your own food, there's a physical benefit to it. So, you know, for people in aged care, they're getting the strength and flexibility, they're working their cardiovascular system, uh, they're improving their balance, um, they get the emotional improvement. So, it's, it has uh, been proven that gardening activities actually reduce stress and anxiety, um, it assists with people with mental uh, illness or mental health conditions, and I do a lot of work now in the mental health industry. Um, so their work we're working on the emotional uh, as well as the physical, and then there's cognitive, there's the social um, benefits. So for people who are socially isolated to get in a gardening group and you know share fun activities and have have that fun and joy together with others really helps to reduce social isolation. Um and then we have that connection with nature, which we all uh have that need within us. And there's a word called biophilia, which means that we all have uh an innate connection with living things and nature, which helps to keep us emotionally balanced, um and which improves our well being. So from um the actual gardening activities, there's all those really good benefits for our health and well being. And then if we grow food and we pick and eat it. We're kind of you know, getting a, a, a bonus there, I guess, by having that fresh food um, in our diet. So that's where we really try and work with people to increase the amount of uh, fresh food that they're eating by teaching them to grow it themselves.
0: Yeah, and obviously at the minute in, in the aged care space, there's a lot of focus on, on different therapies and, and getting uh, older Aussies active, but also... Um, eating healthy food and food in aged care is in focus so are you finding people are coming to you more for for both of these things and um how have you found navigating the aged care space
1: yeah well i'm doing um most of the work i do at the moment is with aged care and as i mentioned through um mental health as well uh but through the through aged care i'm i'm sort of working with organizations now to train their staff in gardening activities and also look at how they can grow fresh food and connect with the chefs, um, so the fresh food does go to the kitchen, which then can go back into the residents' meals. Um, one program I work a lot with is the Maggie Beer Foundation. So I present um, with Maggie and the rest of the team uh, through their masterclasses. So when the the chefs Maggie and the chefs show the um, staff through the training how to cook fresh food in aged care then I talk about how it's grown and harvested and getting the residents involved in growing that um, fresh food and getting that to the kitchen and then they can use that in the cooking so it's really nice that we're closing the gap between growing food and and eating healthy food in aged care and also getting the residents um, interacting and taking on uh, you know those those little jobs of growing it, which also gives them purpose, and it increases their self esteem and social interaction. So it's kind of a really nice um, whole sort of holistic process, I guess, um, for their health and well being.
0: So you know, like you said, you're involved in in professional development with staff as well. So what kind of feedback are you getting from staff um, in general for for their own development? Are they learning, and for their interactions then with the the residents?
1: Yeah, I, I've received some amazing feedback, which is, which is wonderful <laughs> for the training. Um, I guess the staff and a lot of people look at gardening activities as, you know, we just go out and dig in the garden and we'll plant a few things. But when I train them, I actually teach them in the therapeutic side. So it's adapting a whole range of gardening activities, which, um, are taken from my horticulture skills and adapted. So there is the therapeutic benefits of the person completing the activity, and that's what I, I'm getting across to the staff. So they realize it isn't just about gardening, there is so much more that can be done so everyone can be involved. Um, so, yeah, the feedback's very good. I think people are quite surprised once they learn of all the benefits and how they can use um, different sensory plants or, you know, getting their residents involved in different activities and the benefits to them. I think that. Probably the most um, positive feedback I receive is people don't realise how beneficial these activities are and that they can uh, implement them easily in their lifestyle programs um, as they're coordinating, you know, art, music and other activities. So that's really good uh, feedback for me um, from those programs. So. Yeah, it's good.
0: <laughs> for for aged care facilities maybe or people listening, um, some lifestyle coordinators who don't have a garden, what are some tips to getting into gardening in aged care and getting residents involved?
1: Well, the first thing they can do is um, just even take the residents out for a walk around their existing gardens and identify flowers that might be growing or notice any bird or bug species in the gardens. Um, maybe just do some simple weeding if they can, you know, get onto the ground if not or, you know, bend down to the ground. If they can't, they can also set up what we call tabletop activities at a big table and everyone sort of sits around the table and which is great for their social interaction and do some simple potting activities with some flower seedlings or sow some seeds into little pots that they can then grow, maybe some nice herbs. Um, so for people that can't actually get out to the garden, you can do the activities, uh, in, say, on the outdoor patio area and everyone's sitting around. It's, um, there's all the, you know, benefits of that just by doing those simple activities. And it means everyone's coming in together to do that. And it's quite simple goes um, so, yeah so it's a good way to start getting everyone together <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. well it, it's a fantastic idea and i think a lot of um residents in aged care probably would have had uh, a lifetime more involvement in some sort of gardening and growing their, their own food as they've grown up so um kath thank you very much for joining us to telling us about your source of supper
1: you're very welcome